Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. You must listen to the open loops, a theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. Open loops. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's penthouse. Your conscious mind can stay right there because I'm speaking to you. Your unconscious mind is now tuned in to its favorite late night talk show for the shamelessly fringe. It's Open Loops with Greg Bornstein. Conversations that bend. Hello, everybody. Gonna turn off that reverb. What is up with that reverb anyways? It's a cheap editing trick. We love cheap tricks. It's partly the inspiration for the show. But then there's the deep spirituality too. That that is not a cheap trick, or maybe life is the cheap trick, and and uh, you being stuck in your programs every day is the greatest illusion of them all. If you listened to last episode, you would realize that even the words I'm speaking are a metaphor of a metaphor of reality we couldn't even get close to. Have you listened to this show yet? If you haven't, I've already scared you off. It's okay. My name is Greg Bornstein. I'm the host of Open Loops. I am a consciousness disruptor. I am a cultural hypnotist. I am a curator of experience. And of course, I am a looper. Because what is an open loop? We'll get to that in a minute. You see, my goal on this show is to challenge your existing belief systems by sharing radically unique ideas designed to stimulate your unconscious mind and allow you to step into the highest version of yourself. Yes, that is why we talk about the taboo, we talk about the spiritual, we talk about the esoteric, we talk about the magical, the hypnotic, all things that, well, traditionally tough to pay the bills with, I suppose, because this this society doesn't value those things as much, unless you connect it to value. You ever notice that with coaches? You ever notice that, that, if if you're going to be some sort of a some sort of higher consciousness um, provider, it's rare that you can connect it to a tangible business function. You're not going to get the person that is head of sales engineering at Coca-Cola, for instance to all of a sudden want to wake up and, and embark on a six-week uh, 
authentic person journey and then bring that back to Coca-Cola, usually what happens is people start learning about this stuff and they want to leave the corporate. Now, I'm not sure it has to be one or the other. I'm not sure every person that becomes, uh, I was going to use the word susceptible, some cases it is. The person that becomes intrigued by the spiritual path needs to necessarily go off, quit their job, and move into coaching other people to do it, though there is a lot of that. Uh, but what I do believe is that we can change the entire world if we're willing to step up and and actually talk about this stuff that you shouldn't be talking about in everyday conversation. Doesn't mean you do it all the time, but a little bit of fringe, a little bit of the esoteric, a little bit of bit of uh, a little bit of the disruptive now and then can certainly spark a few uh, spark a few intrigues for others that they're not normally comfortable talking about. Speaking of uncomfortable, today's guest Julie Wild lives in your discomfort. What do I mean? She practices something that I've done a little research on, and I'm going to go into it in depth in a future episode. Shadow alchemy. Now, I really didn't understand shadow alchemy before I entered uh, before I interviewed Julie Wilde. I heard about shadow work and Carl Jung and archetypes, um, but I wasn't familiar with the the specific modality of shadow alchemy and and how it works and. I have to tell you, you you won't be by the end of this episode either, um, and and that's partly by design. It's one of those things that if you just talked about it, then you wouldn't really get to experience it, and you really wouldn't even be able to understand what the work is. Same with hypnosis. I mean, we talk about hypnosis hypothetically on this show, but I I'm not sure any of if any of you have become hypnotherapists after this show. If any of you have listened to this. And gone out and built a six-figure practice because of stuff I've taught you. Uh, reach out to me, and we'll start a multi-level uh, marketing scheme together where we train other people to do the same thing, um, especially if they work at soda companies. Let's get them out. Let's do it. Uh, no, but 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 in all seriousness, uh, I, I, what I want to tell you is that. A lot of what Julie says in this show points to the value of a mentor, points to the value of somebody outside of yourself pointing out things inside of you you can't see, and it also points to getting really down and dirty with the things inside yourself that are truths that are hard to face. I definitely have felt over the past couple of years that triggers are the source. This is a word we use way too much in society. Uh, I've talked about this in other interviews. Some I haven't put out yet. Well, one I didn't put out yet, but <laughs> get ready for the Valentine's Day episode. Uh, but yes, it, triggers is so... I'm triggered. That triggers me. That triggers. It's It's a way to cover up feelings. And interestingly enough, what Julie does when she takes you with her into the woods where she... Uh, works her alchemy. It's a magical lady. Uh, she takes your triggers, and well, you'll have to listen to find out because uh, it's it's very interesting. 
very interesting, this kind of shadow alchemy work. I think there is something to it. I'm aware I don't understand it, but anyone that tells me after you work with them, you'll never need a coach again, and that they'll find your life purpose for you in three hours, that's someone that intrigues me. That said, uh, I'm grateful Julie came on, because I know she was a little... She, 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 I, this may have been one of her first interviews, so um, she fought against the conditioning that she couldn't do it. Um, didn't even fought, just said, I can do it, and then came on. So I'm grateful for that. That's right. Not everybody that I ask to do an interview accepts. Looking at you, Mario Lopez. Now... If you like Open Loops, make sure to follow this podcast, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, if, if you like it a lot, leave five stars. It definitely helps get this content out there. But in the meanwhile, ready to trail with me into, into that which makes you just feel, ooh, ashamed? Great, because that's where the gold is. Here's Julie Wilde. Today on Open Loops, all the way from Quebec, we have Julie Wild. Yes, the Wild Woman, Mystic Oracle. She is a she is a shadow alchemist, which we're gonna get to. She also connects people to their spirit. Very interested in speaking with her, uh, Julie. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, of course, of course. Yes, you have a very, very specific, very specific, as we call it in America, brand strategy. Um, you have a very specific look. You're always in nature. There's a lot of art. There's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful depictions of of you with trees in the forest and everything's a little mysterious. Everything's a little mystical. Uh, were you were you always this way, or or are you originally from the city? How did you become one with the forest? How did you become part of the? How did you get, <laughs> get yeah get into nature? I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I I come from uh, the country. So uh, I was raised in nature with the forest. And um, after I went to uh, Quebec City, the town, uh, for my studies. And I studied microbiology. I was a scientist. Oh, wow. So I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I cultivate my left brain. So, um, yeah, I worked for like 12 years in hospital in uh, laboratories in microbiology yeah and um, after i had a disease a so-called uh, chronic disease um, i decided to quit my job and to create uh, my own job a job i like a job i love that i would not have to retire from so yeah. yeah so and it's it's after i take my retirement if you want uh it's 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 at that at that time that i started to uh, to go a lot in nature in the forest 
we buy we bought a house in the forest and yeah it's my meditation it's where i find my inspirations yeah yeah so so you were doing microbiology which i mean it makes sense that it's still it is nature it is related to nature um i'm i'm curious did you see were you unsatisfied with it did you did you ever feel because you are if you're doing healing work now i mean what were there what what exactly happened in that profession that made you go this isn't enough for me yeah um you know when i started to work in the health system um i lost my illusion about health uh, I realized that it was not health at all. It was just disease management, yeah? And uh, I realized that I was not at the right place to do what, what, what I knew. And, you know, life brings us um, situations, events that we can learn from it. And sometimes it leads to our purpose so I had myself a disease. You know, I worked in an hospital and I had a chronic disease, uh, endometriosis. Mm. Um, it affects the woman, one on 10 women, I think. And it's, um, it's a, a disease that uh, touched the uterus. And um, yeah, five doctors told me that it was uncurable and I had to take uh, pills for the rest of my life. And I said, no, I, I, I will find a way to heal myself. I, I will not take pills for the rest of my life. I will not have this disease. So it's where, where I started to make um, true research about what really is health and what are the cause the causes of health and what are the causes of disease and i started this this journey just like one year before i get retired from uh, I, I took my retirement yeah and uh, it was in 2010 it was uh, in the middle of the h1n1 epidemic you know <laughs> yes yes right yeah, at, at that time, I, I knew that vaccines are not a health device. I, I It's not a health tool. And I didn't get vaccinated wow. back then be, because I didn't believe at, at, at this. And now, you know, this one year and a half in the so-called pandemic, <laughs> uh oh <laughs> controversy controversy no you know what's interesting you know what's interesting you're yeah. saying about this though it's interesting that somebody in america we look at the canadian health system as something very special um at least at least people that are liberals people that say oh why can't america have mm -hmm. a health care system like canada canada has universal health care it takes care of its people um but for you to be in that system and still think that there's something off with it 
is a little alarming to me. I'm going, well, if things aren't good there, then everywhere that there's probably a connection to a big pharmaceutical um, might be a little bit too driven by profits. It's everywhere. Um, I don't know. I mean, but, but here's my question for you. A lot of people go to med school. A lot of people go to med school, and a lot of people continue to become doctors. Mm -hmm. Why not you? Did you have a background in mysticism? Did you always question authority? Do you think there was anything inside of you that said, hey, wait a minute, even though I took all my time, put all my money and resources into studying this, I am confident enough to look for something else? Yeah. You know, um, I think it's a quote from uh, Leo Buscalia, Leo Buscalia, who says, um, knowing but not doing is not knowing. So I know that doctors, they, they study in medicine, but they don't know health. They don't know what is health. They know what is disease and they know how to manage the symptoms of disease. They know how to suppress the symptoms, but they don't know what is health because they are not able to teach, to teach it to their patient and to apply it on themselves. You know, knowing something, but not leaving it, it's dead knowledge. It's, it's not knowledge, it's lies. So yeah. uh, it's it, it, it's why I I could have made my I could have become a doctor, but I, I don't believe in the system. Do you think more doctors? I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but do doctors not get sick enough? Is that what's going on here? I mean, I'm wondering what would happen. What would be the mass movement that would have to happen for people who study what you study to all of a sudden go? Oh, now that I'm living in this, I have to question it. Can you repeat your your question? Well, I please? guess what I mean is, I guess what I mean is, and uh, yeah, what, what I mean is that if you're around all these people, uh, mm -hmm. I, I wonder what it would take. I wonder if doctors should get more diseased. I, I wonder if there should be a movement for, I mean, you can't get doctors sick, but but if more doctors actually got ill in a way like you did, if they would question the system more. I don't think so. Yeah, well, so, so, but, so there's a part of you that defied that then. There's a part of you that still maybe, knew. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of doctors that became sick and that just uh, go with the system and have pills and things like that and get worse and okay. And there's a lot of doctors that um, had a, an, Ill, an illness and they changed their mind, they changed their behavior, their lifestyle, their yeah and they 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 cured themselves and they became naturopath and they became uh, they 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 stopped to practice medicine because they 
they cannot do this kind of medicine with their patient, you know? Do you think it's, do you think it's, uh, I, you know, I have a, I have a friend of mine. I have a friend of mine. She's, uh, she's a doctor and she, she are quitting because the way she wants to help the people to the, her patient, she cannot do that if she on the, she's on the board. You know? That's interesting. That's interesting. So some people just stay with it. They're fed the they're fed the they're fed the doctrine. They 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 go to school, they work with the pharmaceuticals, they do all this stuff. But then there's some people that um are just more inclined to to try to bring in other disciplines, uh alternative medicine, whatever it is. I mean, Reiki, any any other spiritual wellness, not even I mean just eating healthier. Eating healthier is something that sometimes you, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Um, I don't know. I just wonder if you. Well, what do you think? Do you think there are more people that are going to wake up eventually? What is it going to take this, for all the yeah. doctors? What would you? What would it take for all the doctors to go? You know what? We should be doing it differently. Hmm. Very good question. <laughs> Do you see it? I don't know. I mean, you're you're a wild woman in the woods, and you're not. <laughs> so I don't know if you you probably aren't spending as much time in the medical rooms. I understand why you might not have the answer, um, but I wonder if there's going to be. I, I I I mean, I think we're partly in it, right? Do you Do you think Julie Wild that we're in a in an awakening? Yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of people are awakening right now. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? I think that the consciousness in general is uh, the is awakening. People. Um, yeah, I think that for the the way. I'm sorry, I have a phone call. No, all good. I will all good. just. Text text a message to say uh, I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> hey, all good. No worries. No worries. Totally fine. Take your time. It's my dad. <laughs> oh, that's an important person. No worries. <laughs> Does he know you're talking about doctors? Is he like, wait, don't talk about that. <laughs> um, Very sorry. Um, I think that, you know, when, when we have a this kind of medicine that is offered, it comes from the, the demand, you know? People, yeah. they, they, a lot of people, they, they don't want to... First, we are not educated about what is really health. And second, they don't want to take charge of their health. You know, a lot of people, they, they said to me, oh, my health is the responsibility of my doctor. And, it, you know, health, it's very simple. It's very, 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 very simple. You have to sleep, eat properly, the, the right food for your digestive system. You have to um, move, whatever you do, uh, take a walk, uh, dance, uh, I don't know, but you have to move. Yeah. Um, you have to breathe fresh air. So go, going outside, going nature, 
And you have to be happy and fix the thing that make you unhappy. So it is very, very simple. The people who are sick, at a point in their life, they feel powerless about creating their lives, their relationships, things like that. A disease, it's always caused, um, yes, by the lifestyle, but what triggered triggers the, the apparition of the disease? It's something you, ab you abandon yourself. Is that what happened with you? In a way, and, yeah. So, yeah. okay, yeah, exactly. let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you healed yourself. I'm very curious about that. It was not clear uh, at the beginning. I, I just okay. The, the first step I had to I had to tell myself, okay, the doctor they say that I static static <laughs> statistically I cannot heal. Okay. Yeah. Be because it's what they see in the reality in their office. It's that endometriosis, it's uncurable. But what if a cure exists? I will search it. So I emit the possibility that it could be cured. And I started to search the solution. So the first time is to decide that you, you will heal yourself, even, even if you, you don't know how. You, you, you start, you start to search. You, so I contact people who healed themselves. I contact doctors who write books about healings. I went uh, to France to, uh, to meet uh, Dr. Um, Christian Talshala, who helped thousands of people to heal themselves. Um, and I... I met uh, naturopath, acupuncturist, uh, healers, uh, people like that. And I learned a lot from the people who healed themselves. And I saw a, a pattern. Mm. It was always about um, not being able to create their life as they want and starting to create their life uh, as they want. Yeah, it, it's it's like wow. It's like I I I had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose. I, I didn't have the health. And when you don't have, when you don't have health, what you can do? You can do nothing. So I, I was ready to lose. Uh, I don't know because I was very afraid to quit my job because. Uh, I had a good salary. Uh, I have a very good job, a uh, lot of money and a status. And I yeah. was uh, thir 30 at that time. Wow. So it was very hard for me to think to reorient, if you know, uh, if you want my career. It was very, I had the, an inner conflict. Yes, I want, but I don't want. But I want, but I don't want. I know that I'm not in the right place, but I'm too right. afraid to. So it creates stress and inner conflict, and it just materializes. It just appears in my 
it, it, it just appeared in my body. So I had to, to face my fears and to, to tell myself, no matter what, I will, I will heal myself and I will create a life I love. That is uh, uh, a big bird. That's a lot to do both of those things. I mean, it's one thing yeah, to... <laughs> it was very hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Did you even know what was on the other side of it? I mean, were you were you going to be homeless? Were you going to were you did you have any idea what you wanted to do? I mean, what is I think I, I th wonder for people listening if they're going, I know my job isn't right. But I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I have an idea of what I want to do. Um, you know, I mean, how would you guide them from just living with their parents for 10 years? <laughs> um, you know, I, I told myself, uh, you're right. Uh, when I decided that I didn't want to continue with uh, this career, um, I didn't know what to do instead. I tried uh, painting. <laughs> I tried, uh, I, I, I looked at uh, design, inter interior design. I looked at uh, psychology. But right, I told right. myself, no, no, I don't want to stay in the system, you know, because... Yes. You are in a board and you cannot do what you want. And, you know, uh, right. inside of right. me, I knew that I was here to change the world, to change something. I, I knew that I was a pioneer. I, I knew that inside of me, I, I was here to facilitate the change of consciousness, you know? Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Yeah. I mean, how do you, did you, were you a mystical kid? Were you religious? I mean, how do you start? No, really? So this came no. out. Of, wow. I, I was, I, I was very, um, I, I, I was um, near from nature, uh, of nature. Yeah. I don't know if I say it right. Uh, I love the nature. My mother, uh, we went uh make a long walk in the forest and we identified the plants and birds and yeah i i used to be a lot in nature in the forest i it's it's like my home you know right, right. um but uh when i started to to go to, to study uh, after high school uh i i became a lot um conventional you know yeah i studied at university uh, i was a scientist and i was a very left brain conventional and i and i was not mystical i became mystical after i had this disease yeah and you know it, mystical for me it's it's just a person that asks herself questions about the sense of life and search answers and yeah spiritual mystical what happened do you did, did, did what happened with the disease when what when did you start noticing things were changing 
Um, I started to be healed to be ill at, in 2008, and I had uh, two surgeries and a lot of medication. And it's um, in 2009 that I decided to take charge of my health and to uh, tell my doctors to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and... And you spoke that you spoke that I, English very I, well. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's in 2011 uh, I started to 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 don't to not have symptoms anymore. Uh, I know I don't tell it right, but to I, I started to yeah. be uh, symptomless. You started to recover. To recover, yeah, but it, it was um, improvement. Yeah, month to month improvement, but it's it's after I retired that I became very very well, very well because I I knew that I I was on the right path. Wow! And uh, now it's been ten years. I'm symptom free. Yeah. Wow! Now, Julie, this is amazing. Uh, and I had the endometriosis stage four. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, tell me this. Did you? Okay, so so what came first? I mean, you said you were on the okay, path. The, oh, yeah, go yeah, ahead. The, the first thing is to, to decide that you take charge of your health. And it's you, the boss, not the doctors. It's you. Yeah. The doctors, it's like garages. If you don't like your doctor, you can change. Right, and right. He will, he will do that. That it, he will do what you you ask him to do. It's not him that decide. It's you, because it's your body. It's or your responsibility. So it's the first thing I I I I did. It's to take power over my my health. Um, second is. It was just taking care of myself, work on my beliefs, limited yeah. beliefs. So take care of myself, do do what I love, um, overcome my fears, and uh, go with the flow and follow my joy. So yeah. that's it. But it, it it's it's easy. It's no, it's not easy. It's simple. But it's not easy to implement because you have all the beliefs and all this, the society, yeah. the normal people who say that you're just crazy. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, uh, <laughs> I encounter that a lot. Or certainly there is, there are a lot of people that even listen to, I tell them about the topics of this show and immediately they dismiss it or they're going, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. They don't take the time to investigate. There's not, <laughs> may, or maybe there is curiosity, but but they, but it's so outside of their level of consciousness that they're not going yeah. to even entertain it as a possibility of something being real. Um, mm -hmm. Do you, uh, for yourself, was that the most mystical thing that had happened to you or did you... Did you have other events come up? I mean, did you ever see spirits? 
did you ever, <laughs> did you, you know what I mean? Did you ever have any kind of astral projection or any other events in your life? Or was the healing enough for you to go, wow, there is something else here? Uh, I, I don't see things. I, I feel things. I, I have a very, um, I was going to say gift. you're an, you're an Oracle. <laughs> an oracle is you ask question and I, I channel your spirit for you right that's oh that's because i I'm, I'm able to do it for me so i'm able to to do it for others and it's not in telling something it's it's in listening what comes it's um it's one of my gifts i i'm able also to uh, I know when someone is not in coherence with himself, is not in alignment with himself. I, I, I can tell him, I, I can tell the, the person, and I, 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 can, I, I can show uh, the way or um, make suggestions to, uh, to help these people reconnect to their to her essence or her spirit or center to uh, her power, her inner, uh, inner center, inner power. Yeah. Wow. How do you it's learn? What I, it, <laughs> Can you learn that? My gosh. I, I just did it for myself for 10 years. So it, it's, it become, I, I, I was so aware about the incoherences that, that caused the disease for me that, I'm very aware about the incoherences uh, from other people. You know, we, we, we become sick when, when what we think, what we feel, what we think, what we say, and what we do is not in alignment. Yeah. That's it. So I, I feel it when when someone is not in alignment and when people want to work with me we we work on their their fear and we work to the, that they take their their power back yeah wow that, that yeah but I, you know i i don't see angels and things like that i'm i'm not a i'm i'm not a light worker as people say i Hmm. I'm more like a dark worker. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But it, and I, I think I know a little bit about what you mean because I know shadow alchemy. Uh, people often refer mm -hmm. to shadow work and Carl Jung. But, but when you say you're a dark worker, what do you mean? Hmm. It's because there's, there's two paths on about, uh, there's two paths on, personal work or enlightenment there's the the left path yeah they call it the left hand path or the right hand path the right hand path it's all um the gurus of the east and meditation and yeah love love the people be of service and you know a lot of unicorns and you know yes yes <laughs> they, 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 they wear white and they are spiritual and they meditate. Yes. And light, light, the light worker path, it's the right hand path. And you have the other path that is the, it's the left hand path. 
the left hand path is the the path of the satanist you know but I, i'm oh. not satanist but it's, <laughs> I, yeah, um, I, i'd be really surprised if you were uh. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh there's a lot of things i find very interesting in the the satanist part um the left hand part it's uh you are of of service to yourself mm. you love love yourself first do the work in yourself first have, have compassion for yourself first and give all to yourself first then it's become then you 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 become like full of love or full of you and then you can give to other to others wow. you it's it's like it's like gandhi gandhi said be the change you want to see in the world just be you, you want uh, you want that people uh, are more free more powerful work on your fears to be more free and more po powerful it's for me it's the it's the it's my path and i when i say that i'm a dark worker it's um i, I work um, i work on shadows i, I don't work the, to yeah to sh I, I work on shadows it's the, it's like uh, beliefs programming conditioning that prevents yeah. you to to be just yourself self-expressed and just who you are that's very interesting so mm -hmm. yeah no i mean i i was gonna say just there's something about your whole thing is i i feel that i have to I, I'm leaving the city to walk into the trees to meet Julia, <laughs> Julie Wilde, who's at the end of the meadow, and she's sitting there with the fire outside, and 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 maybe maybe there's like a horse nearby. Br the wind is there, and and you sit down and you you. you <laughs> I could see myself pulling up on a rock next to you and going so. Mm -hmm tell me my purpose and you go listen to the wind listen to the spirit oh my gosh you're, is that you you just put on your witch hat yeah wait a minute you yeah. are, are you yeah you are this wild woman there is there is this <laughs> you, it's a very interesting kind of work you're doing it is more it's mythical in a sense uh that that is something that the light workers I, I feel like miss out the the weight the grounding I suppose that addressing uh, I saw someone post that the other day about how everybody's all into ascension but they miss the grounding piece of it and and that is an interesting it is a very interesting yeah, tension. they are they are floating in the sky and they they are not grounded you, you yeah. want to ascend you you want to be awake ground yourself. We, we have to ground ourselves on the earth, in nature, so we can be inhabited by the spirit. Now, wait, it's, are you are you a witch? Yeah. You are? What is a witch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I you know, know, in, in French, in French the, the, word, the word witch, it's uh, sorcière or sorcier from source 
So yes, if you mean from, uh, that I work uh, from the source or with the source, yes, I'm a witch. But you know, I, I'm not in, interested in black arts and um, I, the only ma magic that interests me, it's uh, my power to manifest things I want for the good of me and for the good of the world. And I, I know that I manifest what I want by thinking about it, feeling as it's already there. And to be able to do that, you have to get rid of shadow fears and all the in interference that blocks your, your power. And you know, knowing, knowing is very important. You have to know that you know. <laughs> Go into that a little more. What do you mean by that? Um, it's like, uh, I, I can give an example, maybe uh, about sure. Jesus, okay? Sure. Jesus, he knew, not he, be he believed, he knew that he was able to make bread appear. Hmm. It's, it's, the, it's the kind of faith it takes to manifest what, what we want. It's to know. Yeah. You know, it's very interesting. You recently, uh, in a conversation that we were having, you told me that people get the law of attraction wrong. It's not the law of attraction. It's the law of creation. What do you, Or what manifestation, do you yeah. What, what is the difference? Why why not attraction? Where do you think that misses the message? Because for me, attraction it's like um, it's like thinking that you attract things. Uh, right. How do you say that uh, for yourself? Okay. Yeah. But for me, it's we are the creators. We are good. You know, in in the mystic uh, book, uh, the Kibalion, right. it's written as above, so below. It's one of the natural laws, universal laws, as above, so below, as within, so without. So what it means is that um, God is everything. God is all. God is the source. But if God is all, I'm not outside of God. I'm inside of God. So I'm the right. same. I'm from the source. Okay, I live an, a physical experience here in this body. But I'm from God. So I am God. And God, you know, God is love. It, what it means, God, it, it mean, just means love. So if I want to manifest what i want I, I just be a channel i just have to be a, a channel of love yeah. for myself first i know you yeah i i love this this uh this i mean you're not really selfish but but i love the promotion of being selfish <laughs> um at the very least as a means of progressing forward in the world i i definitely think there um there is a time for it uh 
certainly, I mean, yeah, the people that just give but, to others. But but people, they, they don't have the right definition of what, what is uh, to be selfish. People yeah, what, think, what is that for you? People think that being selfish, it's to only think about yourself right. or to think about you. Uh, to think for about yourself first is the it's just the definition of self love right. being selfish the right definition of being selfish is it, it's if i want that you take my uh, con it, it's if i want that you consider that i'm more important than you I'm being selfish. But if right. I just put myself first, I'm not selfish. It's just self-love. And I accept also that people pull, put themselves first before thinking about me, before uh, doing oh, things yeah. for me. So the true, when people call you selfish, it's this people that is, very, that is selfish. It's mm. just projection, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. self-love, as it demands you that to, to say no when it's a no and to say yes when it's a yes. It's very simple. It's not Bound, being selfish. Boundaries, as we call <laughs> it. Boundaries, yeah. Boundaries uh, with grace and compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Wow, this is all very, you know, you, you have some very interesting stuff that you put out to the public. I saw this post you made about people should stop seeing coaches, or at least you stop seeing coaches. Now, yeah. I wonder about this because, of course, you are doing mystical work out there. I mean, are you are you saying people shouldn't see you or should a certain type of person see you? I mean, what do you think about that? Who is... I, and I know you might not consider yourself a coach, but, um, you know, what, what is your, how do you work with that as somebody that works with someone one-on-one? -on -one? You know, I, I, I'm a kind of person that prefer to teach you how to fish than to give you the fish. So if I, I, I can make a suggestion about uh, what kind of coach uh, do you you hire, uh, it's um, hire a coach that will help you to coach yourself after to, to, to not yeah. need to not need them anymore after he, you, you add coaching session with, uh, with him. Yeah. Do you think because you can teach people to do what you do? Um, the, the only thing that, um, yeah, I already did it, but, uh, we, you know, we are all different. Yeah. Um, we are all unique. And the only way to, to teach people um, what I do, it's, it's to be it with them. There's a quote uh, that say, um, in order to, to teach you have to know in order to educate, you have to be it. Mm. So right. my, my coaching, it's, it's conversation. I ask a lot of questions and 
is conversation and it's the, the space I offer to the other to be that creates the, the transformation. After that, I teach the, the person how to make shadow alchemy. So to, to remove the, the shadows of its life. And after that, the, the person is in power or empowered and it becomes very easier to manifest what she wants and to 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 live in the flow you know it's the the ultimate state i, I love it's when i am in the flow you know everything oh, yeah. go with the flow uh, a, a problem problem arise a situation arise okay i look at it as an opportunity so it's an opportunity of what it's never a problem it's always opportunities so the things that triggered me like five years ago not triggered me anymore and when you do this work regularly and uh, with uh, you 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 start to um you you start to 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 not be in shadow yeah. most of the time i don't know how to say it in first yeah no no this is this in is very English. interesting i'm thinking a lot about here what you're making me reflect on is this idea of forced positivity versus being in alignment with the, your highest purpose or, or value um because on the one hand and i've definitely played these games before julie i mean i've gone through periods in my life where something that i might consider bad or awkward or or uh yeah just a negative experience my brain will go well look at the positive side of it and then all of a sudden i'll go okay well yeah, I guess, yeah, this is a, yeah, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity and then I'll move on. I think there's a difference though between doing that and living in flow, which is coming from a place where you know you're already doing something higher so that whatever comes to you, you're just like, it's not even a, it's not even a process anymore. It's just, you're on a different plane. These things, these little things don't even matter anymore. I mean, do you think there's a difference there? What, what, what is, what are your thoughts on the way you can alchemize negativity and the different stages of consciousness it takes to be able to do it? With the time, with time, it becomes more easy. It, it becomes easier and it, it's because everything that happened in my realm, okay, I consider I created that. Right. You know, right. It's the only thing. You create your life or you don't, you're you're not creating it. You if you create your, your life, you have 100 percent the power. And if you decide that you don't create it, the things you don't like, you don't create your lines your life so you don't have the power to change it so i consider that everything that happened in my life oh it's my cat look at this cat <laughs> in the background i love what i'm creating right now this is amazing 
this amazing <laughs> sight. I'm seeing this cat grabbing at a dream catcher on the wall for everybody. Yeah. Else today. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, no, keep going. This adds to the whole witchy picture. This is great. Um, so you, so you consider that everything you create in your life. Yeah. Uh, I consider that, you know, all this pandemic and what happens in the world right now, I consider I created it. And wow. I asked myself, okay, for what purpose I created that? And for That's me, it, it was the, a great opportunity to empower myself in sovereignty and to, to reinforce myself, to focus on what is very important, how to create my life and let others do the same. That is super interesting. Yeah, because, um, you know, it, it was very hurtful for me, knowing what I know about L to see people get vaccinated, people in my family. And, you know, it was very, it took me on my, in my heart, you know, to see people thinking that what they do, it's health. So... It was a great, great opportunity for me to reinforce myself in focusing about what I do, what I want to create in my life and, uh, and to be the change I want to see in the world. It's the only way. The, the, the only way is to be the way. <laughs> now you, you make a really interesting point because there are so many spiritual people I talk to that almost they don't take responsibility for the pandemic at all. They don't, they put it on everyone else. They go, look at what the, look at what consciousness has created. Look at the way people are. This is what the corporate people did. This is the negativity in the world. They might be a little more like a conspiracy in a way. You um, know, we co-created this. I said yeah. to my, myself, okay, there was probably um, uh, a one thing in the general consciousness, uh, wanting to ascend in higher consciousness, and we needed a monster or a thing to awaken yeah. ourselves, and there it is. <laughs> You're the first person I've talked to so far that has said, hey, yeah, I, I played a role in this, um, or at least in, in pointing me to thinking about what my role in it was if I am experiencing it the same way you did or or this as a negative force uh very interesting julie uh let yeah. me ask you about this shadow alchemy mm -hmm. is is it do you have specific steps when you're working with people does everybody do you get access to the shadow in different ways uh, what kind of work are you actually doing when you're working one-on-one -on -one with someone to get the shadow out i i work on triggers Essentially, I work, uh, if, you, if you work with me, we will work on your daily life uh, situations with people, with the society, with the world, with anything that triggers you. Thought, emotions, uh, pain, anything that triggers you and you feel powerless about it. We will work on the situation until you see it in another way, until you yeah. change your 
your perception and you take your power back. And the premise uh, to, to shadow work is to say that every time you are in a powerless state or you are triggered is because you believe in lies. You are programmed, you are programmed, brand, programmed by uh, a lie or a belief that is not true. So um, shadow alchemy, uh, it consists to, to identify the trigger. And instead of putting your focus on the trigger, you put your focus on what you, you want and how to take your power back to create it. Oh. Because, you know, at school, we, we, we were taught to, be, um, to have a childish mentality and to, be, uh, uh, to have a victim mentality. We, yeah. we, we, we were taught to always to find the culprit, find the culprit. And the, the culprit is always outside because you don't want that you to, to be the, the, the culprit. So it's, it's, a par, it's in the paradigm of uh, guilt, you know? It's, uh, it's in the paradigm or of finding the culprit. But if you are, uh, it's the archetype of the victim, but if you are in the archetype of the warrior, uh, I work with archetype, okay? Archetypes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if you are in the the archetypes of the warrior, you you are about the functioning, not, not about the guilt, but about the functioning. So, what you you ask the a question, not um, who is the culprit? You say, okay, what do I want? What doesn't work? What I can do to, to make it work? That's it. It, it. it doesn't function. How can I make it function? That's it. And you take 100% responsibility to, to, to find a solution, to do it. Yeah. I mean, what do you, is there something about you in particular that you are? tuned into that allows you to bring up the issue and then have it stick permanently i mean are you it doesn't sound as if you're doing reiki or hypnosis but maybe you are i i'm curious i mean what do you, what what's the difference between just presenting people with their shadow and actually having people take action and live it embody it Oh, they have to take action. When they work with me and they find the truth of what they want, they have to take action. It's do you the make them or do yeah. they always just do it? Because <laughs> that's what oh, I'm wondering. They, they, if they don't do it, they are fired. You fire your, <laughs> you fire your clients. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a rule that, that I tell uh, at the beginning. I, I tell them at the beginning, you, when, when you will have actions to do, you do yeah. it. You do it before the next meeting, because oh. if, if you don't do it, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so you really are. You are a trainer. You're a warrior trainer. You, a you know what? Because it's the action that 
um, allow you to to integrate or embody the, the new truth you, you just learned. You are, because knowledge not applied, it's dead knowledge. It's, it's not alive. It doesn't work. Yeah. I know you do these, uh, you know, I, uh, you, you offer these sessions where people will talk to you for two and a half hours and you tell them their life purpose. Uh, do you, do you ever worry that, uh, you're giving away too much at those sessions? What if you tell someone their life purpose and then they don't do anything with it? I mean, uh, what do you, what do you expect to come out of those kind of conversations that you're having? The only thing that I expect for them is clarity about their, their life's purpose. After that, if they want to, to do something with it or not, it's their, yeah. it's their thing. So you don't even care. You're like, oh, I told you, and you're still a school teacher. Sorry. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, uh, you, you, it's, it's pretty interesting that that ability to be able to do that for people. Uh, do you have any stories? I mean, has anybody, what's a recent example of somebody that came to you totally lost and you were like, this is what you should do. And all of a sudden they were like, whoa. Um, I wonder, I, I have a, a friend of mine today. Um, people, they already know. They, they, already, they already know what right. are uh, their life purpose. But they, they want to be acknowledged by the outside, by people, by certification, by... They, they, they wait for the outside to acknowledge them before they give themselves the permission to do it. Right. But they already know. People are already know. If you look at your life, what your life was about, it's very easy. I ask a few questions. It's very easy. You will tell yourself what is your life purpose. So you are but, just this yeah, and sometimes, you know, you can implement it in your work. It's, hmm. uh, a work is just a vehicle for, the per for your purpose. You can change your work a lot of time in your life. But a life purpose, yeah. Hmm. So you are very much saying, hey, look, it sounds as if you're just chipping away at the limiting beliefs that are right there uh, so that they can see more clearly. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's, not, it's not about doing something or, or changing yourself or it's, it's about removing what, what is not you. Yeah. You're the programming that doesn't fit with you. It's about this, about removing what is not you and the first, you know, the, the first, um, um, in French, we say the, the first action I give you to do when you work with me is this week, you will start to say no when it's a no and to say yes when it's a yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you will start to get rid of 
every people in your life, if every relationship that doesn't nourish you, you stop nourishing it. Um, every, um, you, you make a cleaning of your Facebook friends, you make a cleaning, cleaning of your wardrobes, all the objects that you don't like, you don't like, you throw it, you, you sell it, you give it, you don't take it with you. Um, Did you a, do this? A great, yeah, a, yeah, regularly. A great cleaning. How many I, people uh, in your family do you talk to still? Do you talk to people in your family still or are they gone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, you know, they, I, I think I inspire them. They are like me. Yeah. Yeah. My father, my mother, my sister, they, we are very, uh, we are tight. I don't know if it's the right word, but, uh, yeah. Tell me this. Uh, why wild woman? What does it mean? I mean, I know that's your that's your uh, your your name as a practitioner, Julie Wild, mm -hmm. Wild Mystic. What does Wild Woman mean to you? For me, it means uh, to be natural, to be um, un. Uh, how do you say it when when you have a say a feral cat and you want to to make it domestic or do you, to tame untame yeah mm. <laughs> untame it's the the process of rewilding is the process of being uh, untamed being uh, raw natural um, and you know at the beginning of my coaching um, Career, if you know, yeah. I don't. I I don't like to des describe myself as a coach. I, I'm more like a mentor. But at the beginning of my coaching business, I wanted to be corporate. I had uh, a beautiful wardrobe with uh, corporate uh, clothes, and and it was right. not me, you know. You know the kind of coaching I, I like to do? Walking in the forest with my phone, coaching my clients with my uh, square, the, how do you, uh, how do you um, call it? <laughs> Wait, uh, oh, I don't even know. Uh, square reader? Square, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not, I'm not saying you're charging people. Well, you, you got your, do you wear your hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to be just me, to be just natural and to make money. And I didn't want it to, to follow the codes, you know, the, yeah. uh, I, you know, all, there's a, a lot of coaches outside. They're always talking about the money they do. Oh, okay. I sell $6,000 this week. And uh, $10,000, they always talk about the money. It's like, look at me, I make a lot of money. So you could hire me and you will make more money. Yeah, right. It's not, uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot about the money currency. But 
uh, myself, I, I'm more about um, having time in nature, having uh, supper with friends, living in a beautiful yeah, place, I, and just right. learning to manifest this with or without money. And it's my, it's my force, it's my strength to manifest what I want without, with money sometimes or without money. I just, I just buy a SUV, SUV, oh, wow. yeah. because I, I wanted to, um, to go to make trip in the forest to, because, you know, we, we cannot take the plane when we are not vaccinated. Right. So right. I said, okay. The Canada is very big. I will just travel here. That's it. So I, I, I bought a truck. And I didn't know how I, I could pay it. Okay. I just buy it. And the money, come after, the, the money came after. Wow. It's how I create. Yeah. This is very so, interesting. I, I don't care about the money. Okay, I like money and I like to buy things with money, but I don't care. It's a different kind of luxury. It, it is a luxurious lifestyle, but it's, it's you are living, uh, it, it's truly, I mean, it is amazing. You are living um, in, in a nature wealth, mm -hmm. a wealth of nature. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like if Donald Trump was raised by wolves, maybe. I don't know. No, it's not like Donald Trump. But no, I mean, but it is, it is, it is that it, when you look at the artwork, when you look at, and, and we're going to link to your Instagram page, when you look at it, you go, wow, there is something so rich here, but it's not material. Hmm. And that is is a very interesting thing um and and it is you're you're absolutely right so many coaches talk about things that sell ads on or things that sell courses uh you know you're not selling a course at least right now uh i know you offer individual and group coaching sessions and and we'll put the link mm -hmm. to your facebook profile so people can get in touch with you but tell me this do you think that because you are different you get a different kind of client attracted to you than a lot of other life coaches and healers out there. Are there any commonalities? Why would people go to a Julie Wilde versus somebody else you feel? Hmm. People come to me to be, to be true with their self, to be authentic, to be raw, to connect with nature to connect with their true nature yes they they want money but it's not um, money as an, an end but money as as a tool you know yeah i will never exchange time nature and freedom for money and i don't lack money but it's for, for me, it's not, I'm not um, viable. I'm not. Uh, You're not a commodity. Yeah. If, if you give me like $2 million to do something I don't want to do, 
keep your fake money because anyway, it's, you know, it, in a $20 bill, it's just a paper. It has no value. <laughs> yeah. What about Bitcoin? Would you take that? For me, it's the same. It's the same. It's not true money. For me, true money, true currency, it's what you can do with your energy. Because, it, you know, it, it's all about energy. We exchange our energy for money. Yeah. And we, we get old <laughs> because we lose our energy. But I found a way to, when you do what you love, you exchange your energy. You're not exchanging your energy. You earn money and you have more energy because you do what you love. So you get the two. Yeah. For, for me, it's true currency. When, because when you do what you love, you can, okay, you can exchange it for money. And, but you can exchange it for some other things also. Yeah. So look, if any of you are listening right now and you want to go into the woods with Julie Wilde, uh, you, if you want to walk into the woods, meet a witch and walk away doing what you love, that's a good reason to see the wild woman. Is that what you would say? Yeah. It's all about being centered, being in your power, being yourself, being authentic, self-love. And it's for me, it's the best gift you can give to the world. It's to be yourself, to love yourself, to, yeah, because what you are able to give yourself, you're able to give others. Yeah. The, the, the space uh, I work very hard to give for myself, I am this space. I, I am this space with others. Very interesting stuff. So I'm not, I'm not selling a service or a course or I'm selling my space time, my, my time and space with people. Yeah. Yeah. And for me to, to be able to give uh, the, this kind of space to, of quality, my way to be able to give it, it's when I, I'm not with clients, I do what I love. I go in the forest, I work on my things, I, I cook, I, I forage plants, wild plants in the forest. I made, um, I made an infusion, <laughs> a wild infusion. Oh. I will uh, give it to my friends or and my clients, just just because I have fun to do to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very grounded. I mean, yeah, what... and it's it's very simple. You know, happiness. It's it's not complicated. We we did it complicated by with all the programming because at school we were not taught. We were not taught how to be an happy human, a responsible human, um, to be in our power, to be authentic, to self-care, to take care of our health, 
uh, we were not taught to do that. We were taught how to, to make a living for industries and banks. Yeah. We, we were educated as uh, slaves, you know, slaves for industries and banks. We were not educated to be happy. And it's the work I did for myself for the 10 last years. Because, you know, we, we, why, why did you came here on planet Earth? Why did you incarnate in your body? Would you hate it though? What would happen if everybody moved to the woods? What if everybody moved out of the cities and into the woods? Would you, would you get annoyed with your neighbors? What would you do? If everyone move in the woods. Yeah. I, I think it, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe in scarcity. I believe there is a lot of place here for all the humans in the planet. But when you are in contact in nature and you feel and you are in nature, you fall in love with nature. You see its abundance. You see its intelligence. And you realize that you come from there. Because you know where your mother was, was pregnant with you? She ate from the nature. And she built your body with the nature. So when you go to, into the nature, you go to your mother. You, and what, what will you do with your mother? You, you just want to, to be gentle with her. You, you want to protect her. You want to, to you know, it's amazing. This summer, I plant um, tomatoes. Yeah. And just when you are gardening, and I, you know, I see a tomato. In, in a tomato, there's like 30 seeds. And if you take each seeds and you put it in the earth, you have 30 plants with each 30 tomatoes. And in each, in each tomatoes, you have 30 seeds. Yes. Is it wealth or not? Wow. Nature yeah. is very, very, very abundant. We come from we come from nature, so we are abundant, but we don't know it. Wow. When when I see um, at the the in autumn, the when I see the leaves fall. It's, it's a cycle, you know, the, the, the leaves, they fall and in the spring, new, new leaves. And I say, okay, the, it's, it's, it's change, it's cycles. But us as humans, we don't accept change. Sometimes we don't accept that a cycle ends and another cycle begins. But if we look at the nature, it's normal for nature to have cycles, to change, to, it's just nature. <laughs> and we come from nature, so it's normal to, to live that. So uh, nature teach, teaches me a lot and it helped me to connect with 
my spirit, with my higher self, with intelligence. Yeah, I think I have um, an hypothesis. I think that when we are in nature and you, we breath all the, you know, the fragrances, the little molecules of nature in the air, I think it's very good for us, for the, our biology. I, I think it, it does something in my body, it's something good, yeah. So we should all go outside and smell the air. For, the grass, for, for the me, it's, it's part of health. I, I, I don't believe someone can be healthy and happy if he doesn't go in nature some one or two times a week. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Because it's our mother. Wow. And if people would go more often in nature... They, they, would, they would think two times before uh, doing harm and to nature. Yeah. Because it's our mother, it's our food, it's ourself. Yes. We are from nature. <laughs> well, you've said so, something that my actual doctors have said to me before, which is, Greg, you need to go outside. So, uh, yeah, you, you might not be as far off from mainstream medical. Well, or maybe just my doctors look at me. I think I, I'm very pale skinned, one of the two. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, we need to. It's here. We're not doing it. We're not in it enough. Um, and certainly it's strange that people say, oh, I like to go in nature. I like to go in nature. Um, but why not? Uh, I am nature. Why not just accept who you are? Why not start from the premise that you are at first and and it's not something you go to. You just live in it. I mean, uh, people forget that that's where they came from. I don't think it's I think people look at it too much as a destination um, and and to make it a part of your life or to remember it's your roots. I can't imagine the way health would change in this world, but but I can't imagine it wouldn't. Mm. So true. You know, I heard about uh, an experiment with, I think it was rats. Um, it's a, like a social experiment yeah. where rats, they, they, they begin to, to kill themselves at the end and at the end they, all, all, they are all gone. They killed each other. Oh my gosh. And the experiment said that um, they study rats to translate it for humans. And I said to my, myself, okay, you, you, you can, it, it could give the same results for humans, but only for humans in prison, in a um, controlled environment. Yeah. But if if people, if you have rats in nature, they will not do that. They will not teach all kill each other like humans. Yeah. If we, if we are, 
you know the corporation the the they are they are always trying to put us in in bigger bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger town prisons and we 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 become more enslaved and more dependent on the system on the town and it's not good people the all, all the people they should grow a garden they should have a, they should make their own energy and they should we should have this to be autonomous not autonomous but uh, in autarcy mm -hmm. yeah we, sh we should work on being uh, in harmony with nature and yeah and to feed ourselves from nature, not to be dependent on groceries and things like that. Yeah. So to put this all together. Yeah. You, you have the awareness, you make the decision, and then you, I forget, you gave me the five steps. What are the steps again to self-healing? Uh, oh, you... Hey. you yeah, I know you gave it to me. I remember the last step is about finding happiness, where, where you find joy, right? Pursuing yeah. things that make you feel good. Exactly. Be because uh, what I said, if we are not there to follow rooms, to work for others, to we are not there to make money. We are there to honor the life we have chosen to live here. And your, you know, your purpose is how do you want to honor your life? What makes sense for you to do? What, in, in which kind of world do you want to live? And yeah. what is the part you want to do to, to, to manifest this world? It's, it's where you find your purpose. And you always did it, did this, you know? Yeah, but I think that, finding our purpose or finding what makes sense in your in our life it's a part of the healing process so and the d disease bring you brings you to your path so it's, the question that's interesting now wait a minute that yeah so uh no i i definitely think disease helps you do it does everybody but does everybody need to have this it takes us back to what we were talking about at the beginning which is does everybody need to have a disease in order to get there or is it realizing that we're all in a disease that's going to help you i mean what, what do you think is i don't know I, I wonder what what's going to be the catalyst um because yeah again i don't want everybody to get sick but at the same time i want everybody to wake up hmm well, and then again, be the change, um, I guess, by being the change in the world. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you don't you don't need people to wake up. You just need to be yourself and follow your joy. That's it. The question is, though, if I hang out with wild woman. Yeah. <laughs> am I going to realize I'm diseased? realize undiseased like, i'm I, diseased like am i gonna look at you and go yes look at her i have a disease i need to change yeah you have to change your mind yeah 
Do you yeah. think people see that when they're with you, though? Because you said people need to have a disease to find their purpose. No, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I, I misunderstood. No, no. So, what I, do you mean? I, I, I said that a disease. It's a, an, it's um, it is showing you that you're you're not happy. You're not in your purpose. Oh, you're you're not I following see. your joy. But you know, there's a lot of people that. They, they knew when they they were very young what was their purpose and they didn't have to have a disease to, to find it it was you know i i was resisting to my path i was resisting to it that's right you always were in nature as a kid yeah and look exactly. at where you are now hmm. wow now if that's not a clue for people of how to find your purpose i don't know what is yeah, and you know what? I have an hypothesis, and I, I see this to especially for uh, the women. Um, I know that uh, birth control pill it, it did very good thing for the the woman to to have the control of uh, when we yeah, decide yeah. to have child or not. And okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but. A thing that it does for women is that uh, we, we we become like men, okay? Because a woman, normally, we have cycles, we have estrogen, progesterone, and in the month, it, uh, it, it arises and it drops, okay? And when, it, when all our hormones drops, it, it's at that time we are in touch with the reality of our life. And it's at that time we, we can identify what we have to change in order to, to be happy. It's, it's a very good time to do it. But when we are on birth control pills, the, the hormones are the same all the time. And we are like men. And wow. we are not aware that about what what makes us happy we is is very awkward when I, I i stop the pill it's like i i get in touch with myself i was not in touch with myself for Wait, like this uh, is the most i've never heard this theory before yeah. i mean this is uh I, I definitely feel like this could be a controversial thing to say um but very interesting theory. I'm mm. I've never heard this before, Julie Wild. What a wild woman thing to say. Um, <laughs> so at the end, it doesn't matter really what you are. It just matters how much self-love you have. Self-love, self-expression, yeah. Knowing that you are God experiencing here on planet Earth. And you, the only thing you have to do is to follow your joy. Just don't That's take birth it. control. Just do not. <laughs> yes. There, there's it, other way to to manage. Uh, to manage. I tell it. I tell this for women. There, there are other ways. The ways to to um, to not become pregnant. That is, it's more healthy for you to to do this uh, these methods. Yeah. Oh. Birth control pill, it's it's not very good for the health and it's not it's not very good to, to make good choices in your life yeah, as a woman. 
Very interesting. My gosh, I didn't realize the wild woman would take us on this wild journey today. <laughs> Uh, we talk a, we, we we talk a lot of topics today. <laughs> I know, I know. I I don't know even know how much of this interview I can put out there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I, I we don't want to get kicked off the internet. Um, <laughs> yes, no, no. This is all very interesting. Julie Wild. People can find you on your Facebook group, um, or 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 your Facebook page rather. Just. My personal Facebook page, Julie Wild, and as, that, as that's well as it. your Instagram. Yeah, I, I'm also in, on Instagram, but uh, I don't know it well, and I don't uh, publish a lot. So I just put uh, my. You'll see some cool stuff on there. Universe there, yeah. Yeah, your that's universe it. is pretty awesome. Uh, well, yes, yes, nature, luxurious nature. It's uh. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been fun. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for inviting me and very happy to talk with you today. And if you want to, to have another talk, you're welcome. Thank you, Julie. I, I appreciate the friendship and uh, the connection. I keep doing what you're doing. If they have poutine in the woods of Quebec, I'm going. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate you coming on the show. I want to thank Ronnie McGilvray for the theme music. I want to thank Zero Boy for the pre-theme music. I'm still curious. Do you want to listen to the end of this? I have no idea. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheGregBornstein. Let me know what you think of this. Let me know if you listen to the endings. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to hear what you think of the interview. I want to hear what you think of these. Let's call them Greg doesn't want to give up the microphone. So bad moments. All right. Take care, everyone. <laughs>